You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Welcome back to That Park Live Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Beth, here, hanging out with my boy. Apparently, it's not just regular old everyday Beth. It's street Beth. What was happening over uh, here? Uh, wicka, wicka, <laughs> do you want me to rap? I can do raps. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like hair raps? No, I don't. I want to do one right now. Okay. Um, I just like seeing your facial expressions. Oh, when thanks. I that. <laughs> oh, we already got the point. We already got this Oh, going. I'm leaning on my... I, I use my... <laughs> why do I do that? I use two fingers. I you put them right at like the, the bridge. It's almost like... It's almost like you work for Disney and you can't even point anymore. Like you've lost the ability to point with, with one, one finger. finger. It's just, it's it's always yeah. Whenever two. I try it, can you do it? Whenever Does I phone home like ET, it's two fingers. <laughs> Speaking of ET, I've been um, so Doug gets screeners for different shows, and there's a new show coming out. I think it drops in October, so we've been watching it. It's like the um, Falling of the House of Usher or something. It's the same guy that does like Bly Manor. Oh and, my gosh, uh, Mike uh, Flanagan. Mike Flanagan, yes. Well, I just finished it today, and it's so <gasps> Doug. Think, Doug's like this is this the best one he's. Oh been. gosh. And if you are a fan of Edgar Allan Poe, you're going to absolutely love this show. And this but is about is good. this leading up to Usher's performance at the Super Bowl? Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, you got it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> um no but in all seriousness it is really good highly recommend you watch it when it comes out okay all right good stuff yep. yeah you're gonna love it it's very um it's just in time for spooky season it is um i'm excited to hear all about your staycation i meant to ask you are you guys um maybe i'm getting ahead of myself but do you have other staycations coming up at wilderness so that we get to see halloween yeah i have this you. very poorly timed trip up coming up Great. soon next month in fort wilderness okay. i've had to change the dates once i'm possibly changing them again because of work, go, oh. stuff going on at work all good things i'm yeah. very happy to help out but just some really bad timing so i th- i think sometime in the month of october um okay. date tbd although we are booked it might be changing um we'll be yeah. staying at fort wilderness because just like you mentioned guests go wild and decorating for halloween mm-hmm. so we love I just going to win. I can live vicariously through you when that happens. Yes. So, so stay tuned because if you remember last year, there was like, remember the there was one family that brought the full size blockbuster sign with them. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's my then there's the one. one family. Well, no, they set up the like the thing where you where the they even have the like shelf the wire the racks videos. the white wire racks yeah like yeah. what with like fake DVDs in them um or I think it was actually DVDs but um and then there was the one family that dresses up the stormtroopers and cole's outfits like it's the whole there's a whole wide range of things going on there i'm excited about that i wonder like how early those people get set up really they like Like, roll we watched the the blockbuster dude set up his stuff we watched the trailer come in they took them one day okay um because you know typically i'm guessing they're there for like a week or so but listen there's this new account that i started too i meant to ask i meant to tell you about this one it is um these people that basically like bought a camper and they're like renting out the camper as like an Airbnb, but at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, interesting. And I thought that was a very interesting idea because I've never heard of anybody doing this. Like, I don't know if it's kind of a new idea, but I'm like, I guess they just have like an ongoing reservation then at Wilderness or they just like try to get um, reservations at Wilderness, like if you book it. But it seemed pretty cool. I was like, heck yeah, I would pay. I mean, it's very cheap to hmm. stay but they go and they park their camper and they basically like have the whole experience set up for you you go and stay there and then you leave and they like come and take it all down oh, and wow. all the things yeah because you and can like, in general rent like rvs and stuff i don't know if it's like full-size camper i mean like camper yeah. full-size rv but that part's not uh, that part i've heard of but the idea of it being like an airbnb thing that's interesting yeah and i think they were starting it at like 79 dollars a night was like oh. the which i'm like that's not bad at all as much time as like we spend at those places, I'm like, you know, at our room, I'm like, I would totally do that. Hmm. So that's on my radar. But I just thought, have you ever heard of that before? I have not. And it's, it's nice because then you idea. get to go pee out in a bush because I'm sure that doesn't have a bathroom. There are comfort houses. It I'm does have joking. a bathroom. Okay. It, it does have a potty in it. Yes. And you get to hook They're up like, right to the plumbing. Really, it's this beautiful bedazzled bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. So anyway, anyway, enough of toilet talk. Enough of toilet talk. Enough about the poop knife. <laughs> 
If you don't know what a poop knife is, sorry, you'll have to listen to our pad chat. If you're ever wondering what we talk about on our bonus episodes today, we just happen to talk about something called a poop knife, and that's all we'll go. say on the matter. And that's all we're going to yes, say Yes, we it. had a code brown you're welcome. On, uh, on the pad chat. Okay, so some things I'd like to talk about today. Um, okay. Our hotel, where we mm-hmm. stayed, um, our time in Hollywood Studios using Genie Plus, and um, mm-hmm. our two rope drop mornings in Magic Kingdom, as well as some food that we encountered and it wasn't our first time obviously so if i may start with our resort i say our like mm-hmm. i own it but sometimes i feel like i do because Basically. i'm i'm there often i guess um we stayed at disney's contemporary resort but a little bit of a background as to why i consider this a bucket list staycation because we have stayed at the contemporary before you may know that part of the expansion of the contemporary was bay lake tower so we've been at the general contemporary property before and as kids um we were lucky to stay in the contemporary resort there was a while where my mom was a travel agent so she got like super cheap this was like way back in the day where things were like super cheap for travel agents yeah and so we would stay in in the garden towers and there's only one left the south garden tower is still there it's a little building off to the side when you exit the um the main contemporary building and then the north garden tower was you know taken down and then replaced by bay lake tower much larger in size the garden towers are only three stories tall. Bay Lake's obviously much bigger than that. Bay Lake Tower. Yeah. So, like, I have a lot of memories of staying in the garden towers as a kid, but we've never stayed in the main tower of the contemporary. And, of course, that is until now. We just right. always talked about it. And it's been it. renovated. Yes. And, um, yeah, they're newer Stuck rooms. In the 70s. We were on the sixth floor, and we had a mm-hmm. theme park view. And um, we talked a little bit about splurging on our bonus episode two. And for us, it just, I just wanted to, to have the full experience. We've, we've stayed at Bay Lake Tower before with a lake view, a standard view and a theme park view. Nothing beats to me, in my opinion, nothing beats a theme park view. If you can get one of Magic Kingdom yeah. at a resort. If I were you, the mm-hmm. first thing I would think of, what's the noise level like in this room? Because you're attached to the lobby and you've, if you've ever mm. been in the contemporary before, you know, once you get up yeah. to that fourth floor, there are, there's really nothing dividing that space from the hallways with the rooms in it yeah whereas in other buildings there's like i don't know a ceiling and then there's you know sound barriers essentially but this is just all out in the open all of the hallways look out into or onto the fourth floor which is where there's like three different restaurants whatever it is two restaurants Mm -hmm. and um just a bunch of the shops right which also don't have real ceilings so you can really hear some Mm -hmm. stuff chef mickey is allowed is a loud restaurant because they they're shouting in there you know and it's just one of those loud places so I will say during the day, not disruptive. Yes, you can absolutely hear some sounds coming from the lobby. Like, I don't know how you would really not. Mm. Um, we were on the sixth floor. So the monorail is on the fourth floor. So we were not far from the monorail. And um, there really isn't, there aren't rooms below us because the monorail track is there. So we were like, right, we were like mm. so close to the monorail. And I have to say that. I forgot it was even in the resort until I like okay. was so you trying like, hear to hear when it was to. coming or leaving or whatever. I, I didn't hear it at all, to be honest. There wasn't even like a vibration. When like I a... was in the bathroom, yes, because the bathroom was like really okay. over the monorail track, whereas like the rest was, of the room that was your butt. Yes, I was like, why am I moving on this toilet right now? <laughs> the monorail is going through. Um, so no, it really like it. Re- it was just not noisy. And then at night, same thing. It did not prevent me from falling asleep. I went to bed well before the monorail stopped its service for the evening, because one night it was a party night. So you know that party goes on till mm-hmm. midnight, which means the yeah. monorails are running till one one thirty in the morning. People are rolling in late. And yeah, you got, like screaming kids and it's, you know truly. All I didn't wake. Didn't did not wake me up. Did not wake up Nicole. We were good. good. That's good. And then in the morning it was quiet. And then obviously we're gonna go. You know, hang out on the balcony in the morning because like watch the the sunrise. The sun is rising on the other side of the building. But like we're watching the the Magic Kingdom wake up. It goes from like dark to a, like the sunlight hitting the castle. Like it was beautiful to watch the transition. Yeah. But it was super quiet. Open the balcony door. Loud landscaping. I was like, oh my gosh, that uh, is a good door because I had yeah. no idea until I opened it. You know, they're doing the leaf blower and the blah blah blah. The uh, classic activity of blah blah blah. There was yeah. a lawn blower and blah blah blah. Um, the two <laughs> things going blowing, hand blowing, lawn. There's weed eating, all the things. All the things. So you know, and they're like, oh, it's like eight o'clock, so it's time to you know make sure everyone's up and at them. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. I feel like that's a sound you hear at the resorts. Um, so we woke up. Um, we woke up our like I went a night early for my girls' weekend, 
And the next morning, there was a truck there. Well, turns out the house next door was having septic tank stuff. Oh. So it's like I walked out and it was nice and cool and I'm like ready to enjoy my morning. And it's like <laughs> for like an hour. We were all looking at each other, like rolling our eyes oh, like, no. well, so much for the uh, beautiful, like quiet morning, you know. But yeah. anyways, so I get it. Uh, the room itself felt spacious. I know sometimes when you're in a room, uh, you know, when it's like you're, you know, are you sacrificing the size of the room for the view? Not mm-hmm. at all. It just felt like a big room. The couch in there is this long extended couch with part of it being a pull-out bed. So like even if you pull it out, there's still more couch to go. That's still just mm. couch. And of course, they have a little table there, um, you know, like yeah. a little coffee table, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, there you can easily sit a family of four on that couch with room to like put your arms out. Like it's just a big, okay. a big couch in there. Yeah. Two queen beds, uh, lots of storage. Right when you walk in the room, there's these big closets and there's like the safe, like a bunch of drawers and stuff and an iron. And overall, we really loved this room. You mentioned that they were refurbished. They have been mm-hmm. reimagined to uh, include uh, theming of the Incredibles. So Incredibles touches. To me, it's not like an in-your-face style, like the overly... outside of the All-Star Resorts, as an example, where it's like big, giant things. Yeah. Um, it's really just more touches throughout. If you're not, and some of them, if you're not looking for them, you might not even realize that they're incredible yeah. touches. You can kind of tell by like the shapes and the colors. It's exactly. Like, oh, this is very like incredible thing. Yeah. And like the mirror like... in the bathroom had had like the contemporary style, like futuristic looking monorail on it, but also a little Incredibles touch. Like there were pillows mm-hmm. in there that had some stuff, like just yeah. kind of smaller things. But I mean, also, you know, it's the Incredibles. When you open that closet I was talking about, right when you walk in the room, the, the back of it is basically like, uh, I don't know, a piece of art or mural or something where it looks like the Incredibles family costumes are hanging up in the closet. Oh, so like it's so you cool. open up, it looks like that's where they would have hung up their yeah. closets. So, like that was cool. Okay. Um, and a bunch of other small hang, things like that. Hang your costumes and your capes up. Yeah. Exa- well, no capes. No capes. No capes. <laughs> and then in the um, drawer, I just have to make sure I pronounce the ER because otherwise when I'm not paying attention to my accent, it's a draw, but it's a drawer. <laughs> Where are you from? Um, you know, a little, little place up north. In the draw. In the draw. Um, so right there in the draw, in the middle between the two beds, um, when you open it up, it same kind of thing. It makes it look like there's stuff in there. So it had like a pair of uh, the Incredibles family sunglasses, so like one of their gadgets that a bunch of, almost looked like a mm. home, like ecosystem control thing, something. Yeah. Um, uh, some other items were like a, half, <laughs> a half-eaten chocolate chip cookie, like the cookie num-num. Yeah. And um, a notepad with, with a to-do list on it. And on the to-do list are a bunch of things. Uh, take out the trash. Good to know that the Incredibles also have to worry about waste management. Learn new math. <laughs> Call Rick D. Anyone know who Rick D is? I don't remember in the movie who Rick D is. Someone's probably That's... screaming it right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not a Incredibles enthusiast. Like I've seen No, them, I've but seen, but I don't gonna... know. Um, buy more cookies, of course. Stop the underminer. Research adolescence. Ask E to babysit. We assume it's Edna. Go bowling with Lucius and take Incredible for tune-up. So just like just in-theme stuff. And then mm-hmm. in addition to the things to-do list about learning new math, there it looks like there's a new math textbook like just sitting underneath ah, it. So oh, yeah. Just yeah. some just some cool. small things. And cookie crumbs too, which is kind of funny. Like it looks like there's like that. some forced crumbs perspective in the artwork there. Nice little touch there. And uh, if you're wondering, uh, hey, Greg, are you still annoying with your diet? And did you bring your own food to the hotel? <laughs> yes, I am. And yes, we did. We loaded up the fridge with our food. And by the way, the fridge is at these places. Every resort room on property has a, a beverage cooler, if you will. Um, mm. They like to call it a beverage cooler and not a refrigerator because they don't get as cold as a refrigerator. So yeah. when you load it up, you got to be real careful. Mm-hmm. Because not everything stays super, super cold. But it would work for us. Everything was good. It was loaded with our like meal prep style containers. We cooked a bunch of food before we got there, brought it with us. And before we headed out to the park for our first night, so, you know, we got there, let's just say four o'clock-ish, right? Um, we wanted to eat dinner around 5, 5.30 or something before we headed out to Hollywood Studios, a.k.a. not my MGM as you would say. Hashtag not my agent. Yeah. And uh, we brought our own food down to Contempo Cafe because they have a microwave down there. And this is a, um, a, a regular resort room. In other words, we're used to staying or we sometimes stay with our DVC points. And of course, the rooms, the bigger the room, the more stuff they have. They'll have a toaster, a microwave. They don't have mm-hmm. that. Um, by the way, yes, we did bring our own toaster, but we did not bring our own microwave. We, we could have, but we didn't. We chose not to take the microwave. 
So we went down to the Contempo Cafe with our lunch bag of stuff. It was, uh, we were reheating a dish that Nicole made. It was pumpkin cacio e pepe. So uh, mm. basically just a sauce. We brought our own brown rice pasta that we had previously cooked. So now we're just reheating it. So there we were in the in this Contempo Cafe. Lots of people walking around, walking by with their trays of food. And we're just popping our food in the microwave, pressing a little button and just standing there waiting for our food to be ready. And we get back to our table and um, there we were. We like, we absolutely ma- were making a scene because we like, we're unloading our food onto the table, all these <laughs> Ziploc like, containers. And, over here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, whatever, dude, I'm living my life. So um, there we were just waiting for our wonderful, cheap and healthy food to get reheated. We sat down at our table. We ate it. We ate it all up. I, I'm absolutely positive there are people looking at us, but who cares, right? We're living our life. Um, we they did officially change the name from Cacio y Pepe to Contempo mm-hmm. y Pepe. Okay, um, because okay. we ate it down there. We had a great time. We loved it. And by the way, it was like it was just good in general, but um, it filled us up. So we went we went to Hollywood Studios with our belly full. The next morning, mm-hmm. breakfast good. was the usual thing. We cook our eggs in the room. I always bring my countertop burner and frying pan, mm-hmm. um, and it's the induction style, so it cooks in like thirty seconds basically. We brought our toaster, like I mentioned. Um, in general, like this style room appeals to Nicole because she likes the room that's attached to the lobby feeling. There are a lot of times mm-hmm. where you're fo- you're far away. Like if you wanted to go to yeah. food or some type of transportation or whatever, it could be a walk. You might have to go outside, but not the case. You're literally right in the middle of the action. We were, it was like 30 seconds to get to the elevator, which would lead us to anywhere we needed to go to. Yeah, It's nice to and kind of walk out of your room and feel like, you know, there's stuff like that's like, it. This is where the action is. Yes. You know? And it depends on what type of vacation you're looking for. Right. If you want like a true seclusion, then this is yeah. not it. And Disney anyway, um, that would be maybe more like old Key West or Saratoga Springs where, yeah. Um, or even like Caribbean beach well, really, kind of things where you're super I mean, spread even at out. Even the all-stars, it's like when you're kind of far away mm-hmm. from stuff, you know, not much going on. People be and loud at those like, resorts. Not, well, not if you're if you're not facing a pool, it's probably quieter. But, yes. You know. Um, so yeah, we just like you know we enjoy being right there in the middle of the action. We um, you know we did a little exploring. We were walking down to the ends of our of our hallways because the um, so when you leave the room, you can either go all the way to the left or all the way to the right, and you you wind up outside, obviously not on ground level. Um, in the middle or the elevator. So we went out to the to the doors there. One, always make sure that they don't lock behind you because you can't get back in. You have to go down to the fourth floor mm-hmm, at least. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. We were only on floor six. Much bigger deal when you're up higher. But this one, um, it just didn't, we just made sure it was slightly ajar when we left. Uh, mm. But you go out there and we were just overlooking the monorail track, Bay Lake Tower right there, and of course, Magic Kingdom. And because we were basically directly above the monorail, like it was so cool we got to watch the monorail coming into the contemporary being like just above it like Mm -hmm. being so close to it the probably the closest i've ever been without being at a monorail station so i got like a what i think are a couple of cool photos and videos and stuff of that that i'll be sharing on our story probably or on our account over the next couple of days um after this episode releases and then um you know went down to the other side of the building kind of did the same thing and um this big dark cloud storm was rolling into bay lake tower so this is just your reminder always explore your disney resort and it doesn't have to be a deluxe all all of them have space that you might not know about because you just don't know what you might discover when you're walking around Mm -hmm. and uh, speaking of walking around and exploring we did so much people watching on this stay good yeah so one of the nights it rained we were supposed to go to magic kingdom um, at night after dinner and it just it wound up raining so i was like okay well what can we do to like still enjoy ourselves without having to go out in the rain it wasn't like light rain it was like pretty heavy rain some like torrential and stuff. downpour yeah yeah and that that dark storm i was mentioning coming through that's what this was so we're like okay so we were on our floor the sixth floor like well let's like walk around a little bit so even though we walk to the end of the halls, you can still walk around like just kind of aimlessly up there. Think of it like a big capital H, right? So we were walking down like the big parts of it and it overlooks, like I mentioned, the the gift shops and stuff. So we were just kind of like people watching that, seeing people get on, you know, on and off the, uh, I guess like the escalator area near the gift shop, BVG. Then we're like, okay. So then what about like on the other side? So then we um, go kind of the other side and now we're overlooking Contempo Cafe and like the very entrance to Chef Mickey and then also the entrance to their outer rim bar. And like, you see everything. Just like, you see the meltdowns, you see people having a great time. Mm-hmm. We kept running into this couple 
that um, both were wearing buttons every day. Same button. Mm-hmm. They were celebrating their one the the wife's eighty fifth birthday. Wow. And they were also celebrating their 63rd wedding anniversary. Awesome. And we were convinced that that's us just from the f- in the future. Because mm-hmm. um, they kind of like were our same body size, basically. I right? love that they're at Disney, too. Yes. And I thought, like, oh, my God, imagine what? getting to your 63rd. Like, just the idea that someone could be together for over 60 years is, yeah. like, crazy to me. Um, yeah. And they were celebrating. And they were, like, so happy that we kept running them into the elevator. Like, we talked a very brief amount of time. Um, she just was, like, a happy person. So um, and then we went to go watch um, Chef Mickey because, as you know, it's character dining. So every now and then you can see the characters come out, even though we weren't eating there. It's Interact. still obviously we want to see Donnie in the background. <laughs> but I don't know when they changed over, but they changed the celebration music in Chef Mickey. And you may not know the old music. So I have a little bit of sound. So first okay. I'll play the old music, which I think only really existed at Chef Mickey. But then they've repurposed another song for the new celebration. So this is a little bit of what the Chef Mickey uh, celebration song. So every like 20 minutes or so, there's like something, right? You see them dance. Yeah. You used to um, pick your napkins up and like wave them in the air. Like this was mm-hmm. that celebration um, years ago. That was part of it. You celebrate with Mickey Mouse thing. And that's what I remember. So then we were standing there and I'm like, what? What music is what this? What is this? And then, and I I actually was a, like nerding out because I remembered when I heard this thing that I'm about to play. So I'm like, this isn't it. It's this song. And, and I could sing like the whole thing in my head because I've mm-hmm. heard it, I guess, enough times in my life growing up. But this is what they're currently playing. And hopefully the sound comes out okay because this is like my actual video of... um from the sixth floor filming down to chef mickey but see if you recognize this song and then they do a little intro thing so that's from one of the versions of the move it shake it parade i can't remember which variation it's the uh yeah the pumping up the party hey come on get loud i don't know the word but yeah yeah they haven't used that in years that was part of an old um what we sometimes call my huh. or move it shake they it recycled parade. it yeah. yeah and it's still it's still pumping up the party over there at did Chef you go Mickey. down them and tell them that it's wrong you're like yes. you're not playing uh, right excuse song. me this excuse is the me? wrong I was, song. Up, I was up here on the sixth floor and um you're not playing it right <laughs> <laughs> you purist honestly kind of um so we were just excited to hear a little blast from the from the uh, parade past, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, there is a photo scavenger hunt, by the way. So when you get off the elevator, like the main elevators to get to your room, there's a table there with a couple things. There's a photo scavenger hunt. So basically, it's just having you find different things just at the contemporary mm-hmm. and um, take cool. a, a photo with it. And they also have a um, like a pin trading sheet. So basically, if you're into pin trading... They um, give you a list of where all the pin trading locations are at the Contemporary. That resort alone has seven pin trading locations. I feel like that's a lot wow. for just one resort. Yeah, I'm like, where? It's just all over the place. You can go outside huh. and do it. And uh, you know, I'm guessing a lot of it's with the rec team, too. Um, yeah. So who knew? So if you, that's your thing, then uh, even if it's not your thing, you're just visiting from another park and you want to do some yeah. additional pin trading. They're like, we've hidden five pins at the bottom of this pool. <laughs> if you can find them, trade them out. <laughs> and you're not allowed to hold your nose when you swim in it. you got to be able to that's do right. it. That's right. One of their locations at the bottom of the pool. Um, if working out is your thing, the gym here is full of equipment. All Not all gyms are created equal at Disney, but this is one that has like a lot of equipment in it. A lot of like strength training equipment, which is, I know sometimes that's what people want to do. They don't want to give up their routine. You can do that here. Did you um, go pump iron? I did not. I decided um, I was on exercise vacation. I only ran like 10 miles last week instead of my normal 20 to 30. So I kept it easy. I thought you were going to say, I only ran 10 miles on the morning. No. <laughs> 10 total, I wish. Um, it's tough. It's tough for me. I don't know how other people do it, but I can't run and then go to the parks like that all day. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Plus, I don't know how you run break. and go to work. Yeah, you know, tomorrow I'll do a little, little, little five mai in the morning. Um, no thanks. It gets, you know, well, anyway, I'm conditioned at this point, right? It's been a couple yeah. years. So, yeah. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about about the hotel is the theme in the Lakeview. Both are great, but there's just nothing. There's nothing like sitting out on your balcony in your room and watching the fireworks, watching mm-hmm. like the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so nice. 
the um, the night it was the Halloween party fireworks, they started at ten fifteen, and we're like, "Are we gonna make it?" And uh, we did, we made it, but then um, we uh, we went to bed. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like yeah. the fireworks ended, and then I'm in bed 30 seconds later watching the Golden yeah. Girls on the TV. Right, like all was good in the world. Well, tell me asleep. about um, because I know you surprised Nicole. So, like, when did she figure okay. out? Just listen, and I, I love her very much. Right, I'm. I can't wait to celebrate <laughs> 63 years with her one day. But I didn't <laughs> tell her. I didn't tell her that it was a theme park view. I told her it was a lake view because when we booked it, it was a lake view, and a mm-hmm. theme park view became available after the fact. And yeah. With our little cast discount, it was a $45 difference to upgrade mm-hmm. it from a lake view to a theme park yeah. view for two nights. I said, sold. Where do I swipe? Done. So right. um, w- after we get off the elevator, I'm like, okay, she's going to figure it out because we're walking toward the side of the building that has the monorail, which would indicate that it is a theme park view. So she doesn't mm-hmm. say anything. Like, okay. So then um, now we're walking over the monorail to get to our room. Like, and it's, you know, I'm like looking around. You can, like, you can tell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're You're on like the theme waiting park for her to get it. Nothing. So we, um, you know, tap in. We get in, and we, are, of course, we have all of our luggage and stuff. So we're, we always like check it out and stuff. We got a couple of photos and videos before we like really unpack yeah. to show how sloppy we all are. Um, you know, so we are walking around and she's like we're looking at all the Incredibles touches and stuff. We're looking at how big the bathroom is. By the way, huge bathroom. And mm-hmm. um, what's the big bathroom? And then I'm looking out the window and I can see like the top of the Portacashier, the garden out front, the convention center, and I can see the Grand Floridian. So like the curtains are wide open mm-hmm. and she's just going about her, her day in this room. And um, and now she's getting closer to the window, you know, to the door, the, the, the uh, sliding glass door. And then she's like looking at the beds, checking for bed bugs. By the way, there weren't any. And um, she's literally at the door and she's like oh my god this is a theme review i'm like that took you that long oh my god uh, she she's was like, just so ready know, to I get just... moved into it our joke is that her line is always i don't know i just show up so um... <laughs> you're like finally geez yes That's and funny. it only i had only been holding that in for like maybe four because i told you and i think yeah. i think i mentioned it on our patch chat but um yeah, and it had only been a couple of days of holding it in, but still, like, it's a nice thing. And uh, don't get me wrong, theme like, the lake view is still beautiful, but there's just nothing like looking at Magic Kingdom. But once she figured it out, she was excited, right? Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, good. We, we got a, just a lot of good photos and videos and stuff. Okay, yeah. a little bit about our time at Hollywood Studios, if I may, because I feel like I'm always learning stuff with Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. So this was another day where I was playing the stacking game. And I know we've talked about this a bunch of times, but mm-hmm. I still like I'm get, kind of getting used to it or still learning a couple of like nuances about it. So in other words, I started my uh, attraction selections earlier in the morning. I was still at home. I was um, I actually had to do a little bit of work in the morning and uh, before we left for the contemporary. So I was doing my thing and you can start selecting at seven, but I think it was like eight something. I wasn't exactly at the exact 7 a.m. mark. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. need to. But yeah. Sometime in the eight o'clock hour, I got a, uh, a Slinky Dog Dash. Um, That's good. Uh, not Fast Pass. Genie Plus, right? A Lightning Lane mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. I got a Slinky Dog Dash Lightning Lane for like seven o'clock at night. I was like, perfect, because I'm trying to get my r- yeah. return windows to be in the somewhere between six and nine o'clock. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like easy, perfect. So because the park opens up at nine, I can do my next one at eleven. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just doing our thing. I, I kept. Um, you know, choosing my things every two hours. and But it wasn't a busy day at the park. So like they weren't far in the future. So at like 11, mm. I was choosing like Toy Story Mania, one of my favorite attractions. And it was like for like 1130. So not far in the future. But as long yeah. as you have something, you can modify it. So every like 10 minutes, so like 1110, I modified it. And then it was out to like 12. Like, okay. So I kind of played that game for a little bit. But then at like 430, um it i had kind of forgotten because at that point we had driven we were checking into the resort it was i was within my window of time and i'm like oh crap i don't know if i can modify the window the return window if i'm within the window if mm. you redeem it that's a different story but yeah. this was for i think it was toy story mania for 4 30 to 5 30 i was like okay so it was like 4 32 um turns out i was able to edit it to later in the morning even though you're within the window it's just because i hadn't redeemed it yet so that's good to know i thought you okay. had to change it before your time your window the window started uh, actually started but no okay. as long as it's not redeemed you can change it um so another nugget of info for genie plus and we really didn't do a whole lot honestly i really i just wanted to do um mickey and minnie's runaway railway as you may remember from our top 
sounds of Disney World. There's that show scene in there that is one of my favorite sounds of Walt Disney World. So I wanted to make sure we heard that on our big, I don't know, date night, date staycation, datecation. Nothing can stop us now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we did Toy Story Mania and Slicky Dog Dash. And, you know, just generally we're walking around. Did you punish on Mania? I had any really need to practice. I, I, it's no longer, I no longer feel accomplished when I'm the highest score in the car because I've seen other people's higher scores and they're way higher mm-hmm. than mine. So I gotta, I gotta work on this. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did share secrets. You know, those of you who have been with us for a long time, we went over to Pizza Rizzo and Nicole dropped a great secret on me and I wish I could Ooh. share it, but it involves, um, uh, Im- it involves creative disposal of dog poop. Okay, we'll leave it at oh, that. Can't wait. Can't and wait. Uh, but I also want to share one other thing. So, do you ever hear overhear something in the parks, really in particular in the parks, that just causes you to remind yourself to stay out of it? You have to like actively yeah. be like, I'm not going to inject myself here. This is not my conversation. However, mm-hmm. what you're saying is ridiculous. So, yeah, um, I was standing on this Lucky Dog Dash Lightning Lane line. And had a little bit of a backup. So like there's maybe three people or four people lined up in front of the tap-in part. And then you can see around the bend that there was a little bit of a line where they were splitting. You know, the the, the general line, to the standby line to the lightning lane line. There was a little bit of, and I do mean a little bit of a backup, but not bad. Maybe like 20 people. Yeah. Which for like a, a you know, hot commodity attraction, it's really not that bad. But then the people yeah. behind me, they were like, you see this line, Virginia Plus? What's the point then? The yeah. standby line was 95 minutes. And I was like, girl, yeah. bye. Are you joking? Well, <laughs> like, these what? are the people that they probably don't come to Disney very often. So they just think that like when you buy a genie plot, like a lightning you lane. Just you just walk onto the you, ride. Yeah, you walk onto the ride. And you and can't. And depending on the ride, like you still do the pre-show, right? Yeah. So like you're going to be in a line. When we yeah. did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you you basically walk up to that room where there's one or two switchbacks. Yeah. And it just yeah. and then after then the pre-show, you're in another line. But yeah. you do bypass the sta- the regular part of the standby line. Because yeah. they consider that, I think, part of the attraction at that point. When they quote you a wait time, it's to get to the pre-show. To the, yeah. Yes. So the rest of it is part of the attraction, I guess. Um, so if you see it back up. Do you, Nicole, did y'all just like look at each other and you're like rolling your eyes? Well, it was just me because Nicole doesn't doesn't do Slinky Dog. She doesn't really do uh, all the coaster okay. type words. So I'm alone. Like, well, now I definitely can't interject because I'm alone. It's even weirder because then I have no one to like break the tension with. If, like if yeah. I were to say something, then I'm just still by myself. That's the so worst. You're like, now I have no one to share my annoyance with. <laughs> and then I thought, am I any better than them? I'm getting annoyed at them, and they didn't do anything that really affects well, me. So I guess no. just as bad. To be uh, and to be, if you're wondering, yes, they were indeed uh, younger millennials. <laughs> if we can age profile here. Okay, oh, can we talk a little bit about my time in Magic Kingdom? Yes, please. I don't know what I would do if you said no. So we wrote, we rope dropped twice over our stay. We were there for a total of two nights, three days. So our two mornings, we decided to rope drop at uh, Magic Kingdom. I mean, first of all, it's a walk away from the building, right? Mm. So it's a short yeah. walk. That said, we didn't quite make it to early entry. <laughs> uh, we slept in a little bit. Honestly, it was nice. We had you stayed up to watch the um, the later night fireworks and then went to bed. It, just, it was nice to sleep and not have to wait or worry about waking mm-hmm. up and walking Little Miss Reba at home. You know, the whole thing. Yep. Take advantage of it. So um, we just waited with the regular crowd in uh, at the gate to Adventureland because for early uh, early entry, it's just tomorrow. Well, like, technically Main Street because you can do the Town Square Mickey meet and greet. So Main Street and then uh, Tomorrowland and Fantasyland are the parts that are open. The other Frontierland, Adventureland, Liberty Square, not open. So we waited at the Adventureland gate and we were like, let's go to Jungle Cruise. I don't remember the last time I went. It's It's been a while. And really, more importantly, I haven't waited in the queue, like the true queue there in a bit. Because Yeah, it's been a while for me. We like always have a lightning lane or Or we go like first thing yeah right where you're not there you're not waiting so and we were like we walked right to jungle cruise and there was maybe like a 15 20 minute wait i don't know why it was so popular it's not jingle cruise right it's not that i just a lot of people walked to they just want to get they just want to get it get it done because it only gets hotter it only gets hotter yeah Mm -hmm. and that line is so hot there was a couple of spots that were blowing cold air like air conditioning i was like oh this is nice yeah still hot don't get me wrong but there's most of the line well, and it's yeah. because they pack so many people in there, too. So there's just so much more body heat. So it's even hotter than hot. Everyone's booty cheeks wet. So listen, um, mm-hmm. I noticed a few things on the queue. And I posted something to our story, a little tag of something that yeah. I want to elaborate on. And I hope you all come down this rabbit hole with me. Because I obviously 
um, enjoyed this rabbit hole and I'm nerding out on it because I saw something in one of the, the parts of the queue that I was like, this obviously has to be something, right? This must mm-hmm. mean something. And before I share this specific thing, just a little backstory on the Jungle Cruise itself. I know we did a deep dive on this, but that was moons ago at this point. And maybe your memory needs a little jogging. So they've also kind of changed the storyline, by the way, of the attraction a little bit when Skipper Canteen opened up. Yeah. So anyway, um, the ride itself, within the ride itself, you hear about the famous Dr. Albert Falls when they make the joke about how it's Mm -hmm. the Schweitzer Falls named after Dr. Albert Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dr. Albert Falls, the character, is a co-owner of the Jungle Navigation Company. His granddaughter, Alberta, lived with Albert and was basically raised by the Jungle Cruise skipper. So Alberta's parents, the son of Dr. Albert, Dr. Albert Jr., decided to leave Alberta in the jungle because that's where they thought she would thrive. She would mm-hmm. sl- she'd be sliving in the jungle on the Jungle Cruise. So when Albert passed away, Alberta, the granddaughter, inherited the Jungle Navigation Company and started the Jungle Cruise Tours. So they were originally moving cargo, and she thought, hey, instead of cargo, let's actually invite people in and make this into a tour situation. After they became successful as that type of tour, uh, tour model, she then opened up the Skipper Canteen Restaurant as a way to uh, allow the visitors to have a place, a fun place to eat Within that restaurant, which is just across the way right there in Magic Kingdom, there is a portrait of this Alberta Falls painted by her friend Rosa Soto Dominguez. And uh, you're like, Greg, what does this have to do with my trip to Jungle Cruise? Well, while I was waiting in the queue in one of the rooms off to the side, kind of towards the beginning of the queue, there was a tag hanging from a shelf. And all it said was to Alberta from Rosa. I'm like, there's no way that this is that this means nothing. Like this has to mean right. something. Right. So of course I was like, well, okay. After I have to jog my own memory, who's Rosa? Who's Alberta? Because I don't remember everything, right? So I had to like kind of redig into this. So um, this was another gift from Rosa to Alberta. I mentioned the photo, the portrait that exists. Apparently Rosa is an artist. Um, that's over in the Skipper Canteen. This maybe was like a vase or something. I don't know, but it was on the shelf. So um, just continue down this rabbit hole here. Um, Alberta commissioned a VIP cruise for her friends once. Um, and this uh, this VIP cruise, in other words, a, a boat. She was going to send out a boat and it was going to be just for her like best friends. In this boat was Rosa, one of the passengers. And it was on the, and I I'm hope I'm not mispronouncing this, the Quango or Quango Kate. K-W-A-N-G-O. Quango? 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 Sure. Okay. Let's yes. say let's say Quango. Mm-hmm. Quango Kate. So unfortunately, it sank. Okay. But you can still see the remains of the sunken ship in the attraction. So there's a part of the attraction that's relatively oh, new yeah. where yeah, it's like a partially boat. sunk boat and there's some paraphernalia kind of floating next to it. Well, mm-hmm. one of the things that's floating next to that boat is kind of like a suitcase kind of thing. And it says property of La Rosa, Rosa mm-hmm. Soto mm-hmm. Domingo, Dom- Dominguez on it. I'm like, oh, like that's the same Rosa that is referenced in the queue. And then also right. uh, who signed yeah. the portrait in the Skipper right. Canteen. And um, as we got, uh, so I'm like, okay, as I'm walking through the queue here, we eventually got at, to the end of the queue and you pass by the the cage that has the tarantula spider in it, which is not new. That's been there for a while. Yeah. But it said something on it. And it said, the cage uh, said property of Dr. Khan Chonusuke, Chonusuke, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it doesn't okay. matter. Just remember Dr. Khan, K-O-N. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. Turns out he was also a passenger on this VIP cruise that Alberta mm-hmm. Falls set up for her friend. So it was another friend of Alberta and uh, the Quango Kate. And it was, again, the ship that sank. I was like, yeah. oh, they're like really all about this Quango, Quango Kate that sank. Turns out there are references all over the queue to these passengers of that boat. It's actually the storyline to the attraction if you're paying attention to it. The whole point of this is to say that there was a ship that went out there and the people that you see out there were passengers of this boat. Um, It is actually the passengers of this boat that are chased up the pole in that scene with Mm -hmm. the rhino. 
and the guy yeah, at the like bottom stranded. yes that's what it was their boat went down and they got stranded in some part of africa i forget somewhere and um the bottom guy has a name his name is felix penchman he was a passenger on the vip cruise mm-hmm. the quango kate quango kate and um one other side note about him his face may look familiar because allegedly they used the same face mold for him as they did for the caretaker in the haunted mansion yeah. so the guy that holds the light yeah. with the dog has that same kind of like long face mm-hmm. if you will and um if you look at the original artist uh, like concept artwork for how they said remember disney was changing some aspects of the attraction to remove certain um uh, depicted people and then putting in other things they actually named the boat that sank the Quango Kate, but for whatever Quango Kate, but for whatever reason, when they actually did it, they didn't put the name of the ship on it. Don't yeah. know why. So that is that. It's just not labeled that. But I don't know how anyone would know that, um, unless you're sitting here like I was on Disney Wiki, and reading up on deep Alberta dives. Falls. Yeah, deep dive. So like again, is this gonna make or break your entire Jungle Cruise trip? No, trip? But no. It's cool to but know. like. When you're waiting online, you just never know what you might be yeah. finding via research. It's always like when in doubt, like take a picture of it if you have to like yeah. move or whatever and go back and do some research later to figure out what it is. So thanks for coming along with me, everyone, yeah. on that rabbit hole. Um, general Magic Kingdom note here, uh, kind of getting out of Adventureland. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen some roaming characters in Magic Kingdom. I've watched yeah. them on other people's videos, but kind of like Disneyland, which, by the way, they do it the best over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, in Fantasyland now, Peter Pan's just walking around. He's had his meet and greet, so he's not new to Fantasyland. But instead of being outside of his attraction, kind of off by where there used to be a bathroom leading up to Cinderella, not Cinderella, leading up to Columbia Harbor House, he's just wandering around. Walking around. Yeah, doing okay. his thing. Just, you know, signing autographs and like pointing out stuff. they're just like, like testing it out to see how well people do with it. I don't know. I hope I it stays because it's so yeah. cool. Like, that's, like that's the point, right? I feel like that's why yeah. we're there. Um, the uh, Cinderella stepsisters were doing the same thing. They've also been in the area before. Like usually yeah. they were ducking into like a corner beneath the castle somewhere or outside of the um, some of the or gift shops. They were like just arch- walking around. Arches across from exactly um, yes yeah yeah. Um, you know either near Sir Mickey's or on the same side as Bippity Boppity Boutique, whatever the name of the place is. I right. can't remember. Um, Okay. But no, they were just wandering around the carousel doing well, their. Well, that's like where they've been doing sass. the princesses at um, firework time too. Yeah, right. You've seen they've that. Been doing so a little think, bit more of that. So. I think that's so cool. I'm assuming it kind of just depends on like what is the crowd looking like out there. Like if there's a lower crowd level, they'll send them out to kind of interact. It does make people disperse. For sure. Um, I have three things about Pinocchio Village House that I would like to share, if that's okay with everybody. Oh, all I right. Feel Something like, new? Well, well, I don't know. We don't really talk about it a lot. One, the water refill station in there, relatively new, but I will say is premium cold water. The one oh, at good. Cosmic Rays is just okay, but this not, is like... Not cold. No, yeah. this is like a full stream and it was cold, so it was great. Um, also, they still have the Wish book in there. So it's this big book. That is the when you wish, you know, when you wish upon a star. And each day they put fresh pages in there. So if you want to write down your wish, you and your family, you're able to do it. That's been in there for oh. like years and years and years. Glad to see it's still there. It survived when COVID. When you wish upon a star. <laughs> and number three, don't forget about that balcony up there. There is a very, very yeah. small portion that's second floor up on uh, up in Pinocchio Village House. And it's a great view of Fantasyland and Cinderella Castle up there. So it overlooks the red and blue umbrellas. You see the carousel and all that stuff. I think we should go write like, um, write like r- really like serious wishes, like something that makes people be like, wow, I don't, I don't know if they should have put this on here. <laughs> Make it be like a, a post-secret or whatever type thing. Oh my gosh, things. yes. Post, post-secret. <laughs> oh, you just oh, never gosh. know, you know? I just want to put something on there that um, people are really interested in coming back and looking at. (laughs) (laughs) You want to really leave your mark there? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, So something new in Magic Kingdom that we don't know is permanent or not, but it is currently listed in the My Disney Experience app. And that is a Chippendale meet and greet in uh, Tomorrowland instead of Buzz Lightyear. So it's in the Buzz Lightyear area, but it's Chippendale. And they're in these, I guess, like space-y costumes. Yeah, right. Um, I would say they are modest space costumes, min- minimalist space okay. costume, space costumes. Just the little vest, <laughs> a little something, a little like like a little antenna kind of hat yeah. on. 
but they have an advertised start time of 10.20 a.m. We were in the area at like 9.55. We were like, we don't mind. We're going to sit down in the shade. Yeah. Um, we were just going to, and at the, for that morning, the shade was actually nice. There was no humidity. So it was like mm-hmm. comfortable. So we we're just kind of minding our business. And then at 10.10, they walk out. So they were 10 minutes early. We jumped in line. Yes, the two of us, the grown adults, no kids, were first in line. <laughs> um, so we hugged. We danced the robot. I asked Chip if they even have acorns out in space. And they did like the giggling thing. And yeah. we had a great time. You know us um, doing it I up with the, with the characters. That's so weird. They're so they're not time. doing buzz over there at all anymore? I don't know if it's no buzz at all, but okay. I do know that it is the, currently Chippendale because Chippendale yeah. were also meeting elsewhere for a while. But again, yeah. I don't know if it's permanent or not. And Chippendale I are like everywhere in like all kinds of costumes. So yes, it's just it will it will be weird to be on the people mover and like Nazi buzz down there. Yeah. That's like a but, staple um, of the people mover, I feel like. but It is possible it. that Buzz is popping out um, on, on the stage. Because, oh, by the way, yeah. you know how like up on the stage, Stitch and Buzz are sometimes out? Mm-hmm. This time, Stitch was out and walking around the area. So like another just okay. kind of roaming character, yeah. which, again, it's just weird. so nice, if you ask me. What, how weird is that going to be if they kind of go back to that? Like I can't wait. If like, I, I, I mean, it's awesome. Yes. You know, obviously, until someone ruins it for us, but for everybody again. But interesting that they're kind of going back to that, so good stuff it was this trip to magic kingdom that i realized something that i would like to share okay Um, i think that it's a small world the attraction is an interesting ride to have i don't know maybe deeper conversations (laughs) on so as the ride started by the way there was like a five minute wait and this was the second morning where um we did get in there for early entry um and we did like a bunch of things we got a lot more rides in on the second morning again key to the success at the park is to get there early so um we barely waited on and as we were loading on the boat and as we were just like getting past the launch if you will um we were talking about someone that we kind of know that maybe that got some like bad medical news and Mm. obviously sometimes that causes some deep introspection as to like what are we doing with our life what's our life's Mm -hmm. purpose Mm. um like what does what does yolo mean to us basically who am i yes (laughs) that kind of stuff so there we were sitting on this little tiny fake boat in this fake river and i was just like i am so glad we booked this trip and just the concept of like you just never know life Mm -hmm. is too short you just never know when it's the end of your road. We literally could just die at any minute. <laughs> like, how do you have a serious conversation uh, with that? Yeah. Right? So, so then okay. I was like, just like, now this is a great place. If you need to do something in public and you just want to have a great punctuation, it's like, listen, <laughs> we need to talk. I, I'm not feeling it anymore. I just, I think we should break up. Uh, Did you see my um, overheard at Disney post about that? It was like one of the things was, um, do you really, do you like to have a thousand dolls stare at you all at the same time? <laughs> That's the ride. <laughs> Made me laugh. Oh my That's gosh. the ride. <laughs> like it's true. There's just thousands of dolls. that are just all staring at you. Some of them move. Some of them Although move. listen, that hippopotamus is my favorite. Have we named the her over-wink. yet? She needs, she needs a name. I'm, just so everyone knows I'm doing a wink right now. It's a very sexual <laughs> wink is what it is. It's very sexual. I just want you to know that whenever I see your wink, I get really turned on. <laughs> but, it, but it also looks like she's winging at the person that's like right, like passing right by her, you know, like, yes. hey, baby, hey, baby. <laughs> um, I really think we need to come up with a name for her and like make it a thing. Beulah. I'm trying to remember what room is she in? The one is that it the has, jungle room? Yeah, she's at the beginning okay. of that room. Okay. She's in so the keep jungle your eyes room. out for her fellas or ladies. Maybe we should name her Priscilla because it's a, you know, uh, an Elvis reference because she's in the jungle room. Oh. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Pris- um, we did something here. Hashtag Priscilla, everyone. Priscilla. Priscilla the hippo. Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla the hippopotamus. He he pop. He pop <laughs> We um <laughs> We did another first on this trip. I feel like it's not very often we get to do a first in magic kingdom um we were the first family of the day on the people mover which what? was cool um there's no wow. actual like acknowledgement of it but we were the first ones up there they're like welcome nerds yes <laughs> be the first one on here and there was no one behind us so like we were did you our train we did not we got off because okay. we were like we were trying to 
do a bunch yeah. of things. Yeah. But we just decided to go rope dropping to, to people. We were the first one there. Um, later in the morning, we headed over to Pete's Silly Side Show because, as you know, Donaldo is back there. Don, Donnie, a.k.a. Donald Donaldo. Duck. I was like, but, who is Donaldo? <laughs> he, um, that's his. <laughs> it's like great Goofini and then the magnificent yeah. Donaldo, whatever their names are. Yeah. But um, once we walked in, Donald was not there. It was just Goofy. Uh-oh. And it's these moments where I always like to hear what the cast members say is to, to explain yeah, why, why a character isn't there. And on the way out, they were like, and Nicole jokingly asked, oh, did Donald sleep in today? And the response was, Donald is practicing his snake charming skills and might be joining us later. Because in the background of that thing are like these two snakes with like the yeah. swirly eyes and stuff. So yeah. that's what he's doing. Because one time we went out to dinner You're or like, breakfast. You're like, in reality, at... he was hungover. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we <laughs> had a rough night. Today. <laughs> My goodness. He got broken up with on the, it's a small world run. Um, he, uh, so one time like we went to uh, Ohana breakfast and Lilo wasn't there. And the official word was Weird. that Lilo was uh, on her surfing, surfing lessons. Yeah, surfing lessons. Okay. The last thing I want to tell you about this particular Magic Kingdom trip was our lunch on the last day. We had, so the night before we had eaten Ohana, so we were feeling pretty good. I was like feeling full. Um, I have, I'm otherwise on this food journey, pretty specific food journey. So that was an indulgence meal. And um, I was just in, I was in a mood. So we decided to visit Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe because... Starlight Cafe. <laughs> what was that accent? <laughs> I don't we, know, but Cosmic I had to call it Cafe. Starlight Cafe. It was like Starlight Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You've been in Florida so long. It's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Okay. We decided to eat there because it was time. I ordered my old faithful meal. The reset the meal. Burger <laughs> a la Greg. I popped off the top of that sweet bun. I yeah, spread my barbecue sauce on it. I put the top back on. I dunked it in ranch. And then that mm. first bite hit my tongue. And this is what it felt like. <laughs> I ascended into another I universe. Are you ready for me to This is this transcends miracle. This was <laughs> I was ex- I was having an out of body experience. You were having and your those, happily ever after of that day. Is what uh, you were doing. And those fries, oof! Oh my god! So I, y'all listen up. If you can go to the Starlight Cafe, <laughs> get you a burger a la Greg, you need to do oh it. Oh my gosh! I I'm glad. I was very proud of you. I think I even messaged you like I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I just and I I don't think it's I probably am done for the year now. A possible exception in December around birthday times because my family's here and it's difficult to like bring yeah. all of my food to the parks all the time. But um, this was my first quick service meal um, at Disney like that since April. Like actually yeah, since March. It's been a while. So my first burger a la Greg in quite some time. Did you feel okay afterwards or did you? Yeah, I was fine. Gross? Okay. Well, no, good. I was fine. I mean, I, I generally am not eating that kind of, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I'm not, it's not food shame or anything. I just, I don't normally eat burgers and fries anymore. Um, but man, it was, I can't, I was talking about it the whole day about how, like, just how cathartic that experience was. I shouldn't put that much stock in a food experience because I try not to make my food experiences transactional. We do that for Ohana. We're like, it's coming. It's going to happen today. (laughs) (laughs) Now the worst is when you like are so excited about it and then you have it and you're like, that just wasn't what I wanted. You know what I mean? I didn't get bacon because I didn't want to expire right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just ooh, and those fries. Turns out so French good. fries pretty good. They're so good. <laughs> they French know what they're doing. So good. Um. Okay. So the last thing I want to mention about our trip overall, we're done with Magic Kingdom, but we did go to Ohana for dinner, like I mentioned. But for the first time, did you know, my gluten-free friends out there, like mm-hmm. my wife Nicole, the dessert, which is only two weeks, like new as of two weeks ago, is a is now. Previously, it was a bowl of fruit. It was sometimes a gluten-free donut with mm-hmm. dairy-free ice cream on top. But now. The gluten-free dessert option is a gluten-free version of the pineapple bread pudding. And um, we thought it was a mistake. So we thought like there's no, yeah. like we've been often enough, right? Yeah. So Nicole's like, how, like, when did what? they switch to like what get the this? vibe? And he's like, oh no, only like two weeks ago. We were like, we'll say what? Wow. So I tried a bite first and I said, okay. yes, it tastes just like it, but I can tell it's gluten-free. Yeah. Because you could just tell after a while yeah. of tasting the food. 
And Nicole was blown away. She didn't budget wow. that much room in her stomach for dessert because usually it's a pretty yeah. lame dessert, honestly. I know, it is, it is. The changes, the, the you're schematics You're like sitting there watching everyone. Yeah. yeah, you're like watching Ooh. everyone eat the really good bread pudding and they're like, here's a piece of fruit. <laughs> it's Another like, suck fruit, it. But like, gosh. Well, this are like the cupcakes they used to have were like really bad or dry. You know, it just wasn't great. They're, that's they're awesome. frozen. They're prepackaged like Can't things they that they thought, but this like, was you know fresh. What? We can make a gluten-free version of this. Oh, so overall, so. Um, we had a great time. Thoroughly encourage everyone to do a little splurge of a staycation if it's within your means. I know that's what we talked about in our Pat Chat episode this week, but um, we thoroughly enjoyed our time and can't wait to have another staycation at some point. all right just a quick little news nug here before we move on to our uh history for the week but the journey of water for annual pass holders and dbc members their previews are going on right now um disney has been using the virtual queue for these but they haven't announced whether they're going to be doing virtual queue when the grand opening um, I think we can assume that they're probably going to be doing that. Mm. So just keep an eye out on that for um, in the My Disney Experience app to see if the attraction shows up as a virtual queue that you can join. It's just kind of, I think they're, you know, they got to figure out crowd levels as they open. So just be checking in on that. Um, yeah. And a reminder there, it opens on 10-16. Coming up a few weeks. Oh, it's coming up. And it'll be open. All right, let's go back in time for some Disney history brought to you in partnership with the now partially newly engaged Mouselets, at least the one of them. If you missed it. Congratulations um, to Mouselet 1. Yes. Engaged to Mouselet C. Anyway, we'll go back in time as we always do with this part of our show. Beth, what do you have? All right, I'm going back to this week in 1981. The Miami Herald reported that within the opening of Epcot, this is quote, sorry, I forgot how you say quote. 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 With the opening of Epcot Center next fall, Disney officials hope to launch an entirely new generation of lovable, laughable characters. To that end, they have banned Mickey Mouse from the elaborate new theme park and declared it the domain of new characters. Dozens of characters will be born on the stages of Epcot Center, and artists are now striving to develop individual personalities and voices for every one of them. A single character, if he captures the public's imagination, could be worth millions to the company. So I thought that was interesting that they originally were like, Mickey Mouse will not be a part of this theme park. Yeah, huh. We've come a long way. Yeah, we've come a a long way. But um, they were like, you know, more focusing on other characters there. So just thought that was Hmm. interesting. And most of those characters have disappeared into the gray of our memories. That is true. We still got Figment. It's all good. We do. Um, I'll take us back to this week in 1984 when Disney World's Frontier Shooting Gallery. This is a big deal, everyone. Hope you're sitting down. Changed its name to the Frontier Shooting Arcade. So they took off. Shooting Arcade. They had a G-ectomy. And now it's shooting. A <laughs> They're like, did you come from the Starlight Cafe? You can go <laughs> right on over to the shooting gallery. Oh, my goodness. Root and Tootin' Shooting Gallery. That's what it should be called. The Root and oh Tootin' Shooting Gallery. Why isn't it? Disney, you guys really missed out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, seriously? Root and Tootin' Shooting? Come on, guys. Root and Tootin'. Um, and it hasn't changed anything, basically, since the no. 80s. And I'm excited for them to rip that thing right out of there. I anyway, know. I've got a quote for you all, as I awesome. always do before then. Um, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, it helps us become more visible, more discoverable. There's a word in the uh, Disney podcast community. If you want to follow along on our Instagram, it is at that park life podcast. Um, I have to, uh, right after this recording, respond to all of you that guessed the where in Walt Disney World is this. Um, I think this one may have been an easier one because a bunch of you yeah. got it correct. Yeah. It's usually how I know. Of course, you can always submit a question under the Ask Beth and Greg highlight there. If you want to follow our personal Instagram accounts, mine is at the Disney Greg. I am at the real Beth McDonald. Beth is also quite busy over at Simplistic Thrills. If you want to check yes. out some of her merch yes. and other content that she is posting over there. Yep. Um, I also uh, co-host another podcast that has nothing to do with Disney called The Quick Escape and we are on Instagram at the Quick Escape Pod. Mm-hmm. You can head over to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com, for a bunch of things, but maybe most notably, you can also access our Ask Beth and Greg feature there. You can search in the little search bar for topics we've talked about. 
If you want to catch up on something, if you're looking for something really specific, you can also request a magicgram there as well. If you want a variety of extras, um, depending on what tier you may join us on the Patreon page, um, we have we have some things that you might be uh, might mm-hmm. be getting. What we have an ad free version of this podcast. We have our weekly bonus episodes. There might be some video content you could access. Oh, mm-hmm. A whole bunch of things um, over there. You can uh, visit our Amazon storefront. So if you're ever wondering what it is we bring to the park, we made lists and you can just purchase those things yourself using your own regular everyday Amazon account. We do get a little something in return for you using our link, but it is no additional cost to you. So Mm -hmm. thank you for doing that if that's something you'd like to do. All right. A quote. I kind of have the Incredibles on the brain because of the room we stayed in. So I'll give you a quote from Mirage who once said, quote, If you want to bet on something, bet on your own life. Mm. And with that, serious. Oh, I thought you would place out with, um, you know, it's a small world. (laughs) Yes. No. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Have a good one.